Hello and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast with your host. This week only, it's going to be me, Gavril, and my good buddy Kevin over here, where we're going to focus on tips for the aspiring World of Warcraft player. Each week, we will talk about what we've been doing in game highlights from the news and a focus on a weekly challenge to help you improve as a player in the World of Warcraft. This week's challenge is going to be about best in slot gear. So with that, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into this show. Kevin, how are you doing this week, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing, buddy? I am always fantastic. You should know that by now. Um, so, what's uh, what's what's been in the world of Warcraft for you this week? Uh, this week, I got a few nights of the night hold in. We got a new boss down. Um, he was the boss in the room with the two eyes next to him. I can't remember what his name is. I'm not very good at that stuff. But uh, we did that. We got down all the bosses previous to that. Um, everything went really well for us, except for uh, that boss that walks around the fountain. Again, not sure what her name is, but uh, we took a few attempts there. Finally got her down, moved on to that other guy, and killed him. So I got a few decent items. I got an 875 artifact relic. That was uh, pretty good. And I got a cape nice, that was nice. 875. So wow. a few great upgrades there. Um, you picked up some nice pieces, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm up to an 878 right now, which is not too shab. Um I also got my my shadow artifact weapon up to 35. So that is maxed now, in my opinion. Um, and as soon as I get some more crit gear, maybe I can actually use shadow as a viable spec. I'm uh, using the test dummy. I'm around 290, somewhere around there, uh, 290 DPS. So um okay and now is that with uh surrender is that with surrender or that is, is that just without you know... surrender that's just a normal rotation in vo uh, void form i think okay okay that's that's good to hear i mean that's that means you're gonna get uh some bigger numbers when you go into uh surrender <laughs> um fantastic anything else uh interesting pop up this week for you yeah, you and I both got into the micro holiday yesterday or last week after the show. Um, Call of the Scarab. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, it was, I kind of had no clue what I needed to do. There was that one quest guy that told you to go kill stuff. And since I wasn't too familiar with the zone, I was only there with my druid for a very short period of time uh, last year. And I don't know. It's just um, after we, you know, farmed and farmed and farmed the elemental dudes and spawn the boss um it was kind of like all right time to peace out this is kind of boring yeah yeah um <clears throat> excuse me um it was what it was it, it, it was a wonderful call back to how things used to be way you know 12 years ago 10 11 years ago at this point uh with the with the call of the scarab event but yeah it was it was interesting it was fun ish um it reminded me that that used to be a lot bigger of a pain in the butt uh because of how everything spawned like in this event everything was spawning like every few seconds it was coming mm -hmm. right back up back then it was a much more it was much more of a slog and a grind to go through it so yeah. um it was it was fun i had a little bit of entertainment out of it you know it, it wasn't anything spectacular and special once i first day i logged in you know all of a sudden it's like oh hey guess what the hoarder like 10 million ahead of you all have fun <laughs> and i was just like nope 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 screw right. that screw that um 
So myself this week, I have uh, not been doing a whole hell of a lot, you know, in the in the world of Warcraft itself on the live realms. Um, I actually spent some time, <clears throat> excuse me, God, uh, I actually spent some time this week uh, just kind of delving into the PTR. Um, nice. In fact, uh, before this show, uh, I spent a little bit of time on the PTR, uh, much to your consternation. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of explored a little bit of the Legion uh, invasion events. I had a little bit of fun with that. Uh, they take forever. <laughs> oh my God. I could see this being really annoying in a month or two. Um, depends on the, there's the going to be one up every week, right? Or every day there's going to be one up something like that. Yeah. I, I didn't look too heavily into it myself. Sorry. I'm a terrible, terrible host. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> Geez, I'm just congested as heck today. Sorry about that. Um, so besides that, you know, I went in and uh, I have just been going balls to the wall with Rhett uh, this last week. Cool. I have just been having nothing but fun with that. Um, I did some Mythic Pluses uh, as Rhett. I think I went up to like a 7 or an 8 as Rhett. Um, that was really, really fun. Uh, I specced into the aoe build and i was playing like 1.4 mil on some trash packs and uh at one point i did uh like seven six hundred seven hundred something like that on one of the bosses where it was um it was the first boss of vault of the wardens where it's just like it's a standstill fight. If you can burn him down fast enough, it's just like a straight up patchwork style fight. So it was really easy for me to just sit there and get like massive stacks of crusade and just go whole hog. I had nothing but fun with that. In fact, I've actually played more ret in the last week than I have of prod in like the last two weeks. So cool. I need to get back into prod. So what was your average DPS and what's your eye <clears throat> level? Uh, my eye level was 870. Uh, now, the thing with red is that's not completely indicative because of how Crusade works. Um, Crusade relics are much more valuable in terms of like eye level uh, versus eye level. So a high eye level one is great, but it has to be between 15 between 10 and 20 eye levels above a crusade relic so like an 871 that just buffs like my crusader strike is worse than an 860 one that buffs my crusade or in some cases an 855 or an 850 i so, don't know what any of that means but okay <laughs> it affects the uh, overall eye level of my weapon um <clears throat> lord almighty um so my eye level is only an 870 because uh, I have an 881. My uh, weapon is 881. Uh, but I was pulling just about 300 to 320. That's not bad. Um, like, that's just an average. I There are some fights that are like really movement heavy where I go down to like two, 250, 260. Um, and then there are some fights where it's like I get to stand still and, and there's a ton of ads that I can just go, okay, boom. I just hit 650K with mm. like a single Divine Storm. That's cool. With no trouble. Um, so, uh, we had, uh, it looks like we had, a at least a little bit of a entertaining week this week. Um, so, uh, why don't we just go ahead and throw ourselves right into this and, you know, just, just take it and see how it goes. Um, so I heard that there are some new interesting events this week, as always, you know, we're so late mentioning these, but you know, I always like to anyways. Yeah. The battlegrounds event started on Tuesday. Uh, win for battlegrounds. The last time this came up, um, 
I had, I think one more to win and I played and played and played for like two hours, two different times and could not get my last win. So I've kind of shied away from uh, jumping into that this week. I just, I said, no, I, I was just, I've just been not happy with the PVP. I I've never been a big PVP fan. Um, I do love it. I do absolutely love it. Um, but it's always just been more of a side note for me. Um, and, uh, so the big, big one for this week, uh, that started this week, uh, is Lunar Festival, right? Yeah. Um, don't know much about Lunar Festival. Um, I guess there's some, new gear i was looking at some of the forums and saw some of the screenshots of the toys that you can get but just not quite into it there's so much going on in legion i barely have time with the limited play time that i have to be able to jump in there and do some of those larger uh, holiday events yeah the the holiday events i've always loved doing them um i had uh what a long strange trip it's been on uh it's been on like three characters at one point when they introduced that one for the 310 flying speed um so it's something i always love doing um lunar festival is always lunar festival and summer fire festival are the ones that have always just annoyed me the most um why is that because both of them require you to go and like explore the world in their own little ways Um, Lunar Festival, uh, the whole like deal about it, the way you get the currency for it is you go out and you honor elders, um, that are in place, uh, in the world. Uh, and the elders are night elves and Torin generally. Um, and it's because these are the, uh, like the Lunar Festival, uh, is supposed to be like in the lore standpoint, uh, it's, uh, honoring the elders that fought during the war of the ancients. I see. Uh, which was a big, big, bad thing that happened a long time ago. Um, and so, yeah, it's I, I've, I've always I, I like getting I like the rewards for it, but I didn't like, you know, actually getting out there and running around and going and finding all these guys. Um, there's some really interesting stuff this year. They've got a new um, toy. It's the dragon. It's fantastic. Uh, it's three pieces of a dragon and you get to go and run and do a little lion dance through the town with your friends. Um, that's really about it. Omens back, of course, yada, yada, yada. So, um, this week we've got world bosses again. <laughs> what do we have this week? What's up this week? Uh, this week we have the soul takers. They have a chance to drop some eight sixty items. So, you know, go do your world boss. This is you know, for me, this is just like, all right, I haven't done my world boss sometime randomly during the week. I'll do the group finder. I'll find a group. I'll jump out to where it is and maybe I'll roll. Maybe I won't. Depends on how much, how many coins I've uh, used in, you know, mythics and in, uh, the raids. Um, but yeah, 860 drops. If you don't have 860, maybe it's worth your time to try to get an extra drop. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah um the only little thing i gotta mention about it is that you know um death this is uh this is the boss that comes up for the death knight uh hidden uh appearance for frost so um if you don't have it and you're a death knight go get it. Oh. oh excuse me go get it <laughs> god man my voice is just all over the freaking place today um <clears throat> i'm coming down with something i'm pretty certain so uh that's obviously Sounds gonna like make things all that much worse um so we're going to touch on some of the little talks, the little hot fixes and, you know, some of the dev Q and a kind of stuff and just some of the, uh, uh, 
just sort of like the community outreach that we've seen at a blizzard in the last week or so um one of them is i'm gonna we're gonna talk just a little bit about some of these upcoming trinket changes so um if you've been following the trinkets from Nighthold uh, since release, you have probably heard that they have been buffing and nerfing and changing and altering and just doing a lot of stuff with the trinkets, especially um, uh, Conflux of Fates, I think it is, or Convergence of Fates. Of, uh, yeah, they've made a ton of changes of to that. They have made so many changes to that. Um and of course, the first one was like day one or day two. They nerfed the hell out of Rhett Pallies because it was just so freaking good. Uh, Rhett Pallies in general are in a really good place right now in the game. And this drink was just making them that much better. They're also looking at it for frosts, uh, for frost, uh, and for a couple of other specs, in fact. Um, I know they're definitely looking at frost, uh, decays. Um, let me take a look. Um, yeah, but it's to mention in general, I mean, they're making some buffs, you know, it, it looks like the, um, actual effects on the trinkets weren't doing enough. So they're kind of buffing that up to, I don't know, help give them more strength. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing a lot of like damage increases on the procs and things like that. Uh, it's just, they design one really amazing trinket and then another amazing trinket drawn of souls is also very good also um and then the rest of them just kind of felt a little uh, not quite as good um so it's it's i don't like what they're doing right now um i feel like this kind of got pushed out just a shade uh just a shade fast because it feels like we're kind of doing beta testing for these trinkets right now right but you don't know what the dev cycle has been for these i mean they could have had them out tested them tweaked them and you know now they're just tweaking them more so yeah but i mean with some of these some of these changes like they're massive like they're having to go through convergence of fates and tweak it for like practically every melee class um which is ridiculous mm -hmm. um that they're having to go through and tweak all these numbers this far after the launch um i personally feel like it's been i i, I feel like they're just beta testing some of these trinkets some of this stuff mm -hmm. it feels like it was just rushed out completely um maybe yeah. that's the case all right well the problem is yeah yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah let's yeah, just yeah. move let's on um yeah i mean we could talk about this for probably an hour exactly i mean go check out we'll put a link in the show not in the show notes to look at some of the upcoming uh trinket changes that you can expect uh in the game and uh maybe these have gone live i'm not even sure but you know go check that out and see if the trinkets that you have have been affected all right. Uh, so uh, there's a little bit of vindication for you. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Mythic Plus reward structure uh, last week, and uh, none of us were quite certain about how it was working. But I hear that you, uh, Blizzard, officially posted yeah. the uh, the final numbers for us. Right. And I was happy to see that they clarified this because the post that they put out previously didn't quite fit the um, the structure or the sequence that they had come up with for the previous mythic levels and the rewards, um, at those levels. So, um, as you recall, you can now get, um, 
you know, both a dungeon drop and a class order hall chest at the end of the week for uh, mythic levels 13, 14, and 15. Um, in the dungeon chests themselves, when, you know, at the end, when you click on the chest, um, mm -hmm. in a level 13, you'll get an 875. In a level 14, you'll get an 880. And in a level 15, you'll get an 885. So those those were newly added. And then at the end of the week, it goes from uh, 890 to 895 to 900. So if you complete a level 15 at the end of the week, you have a chance or you will get a level 900 eye level gear. So that's really cool. So it's a, it's a 15 eye level boost between the highest dungeon you do and that. So say you do a 13 for the week, you'll get an 875 out of the chest at the end of the dungeon or multiple chests if you run it fast enough. Um, and you'll get an 890 at least at the end of the week out of yeah. your um, order hall cash. So that's, that's pretty freaking amazing. That's actually really nice. Yeah, so I'm assuming they added these because people were capping out at 12 and, you know, could probably, you know, they're probably tuned much higher than that or they're geared much higher than that. So now you can complete a level 15 instead of capping out at 12 and run a few extra mythics and, um, you know, have a chance to get that 900 drop at the end of the week. Yeah, so that's awesome to see. I like to see that we actually got, you know, confirmation on some of those numbers. Um, so, uh Let's uh, let's dive a little bit into the PTR, which you know I, I'm trying to stay off of the PTR <laughs> if I can help it, because I always feel like I burn myself out when I play on the PTR yeah. uh, too heavily. That's the main reason so, I don't uh, even play it because I know that yeah. I'm going to be playing it soon anyway. Yeah, you, like with the, like with seven point two, I'm not too concerned because we're probably looking at about two months before release. So if I do a little bit right now, I'm not going to completely burn myself out before things happen. So um, live right now, as we speak on the PTR, uh, it's not really changed all that much from what it was last week. Uh, but we do have Legion invasions up at the moment, along with the Pet Battle Dungeon. Um, I know I mentioned that previously. Um, so I'm really interested to see where we're going to be going. Um, there are a couple of notes that Blizzard has given us about the release schedule. Um, uh, we're going to see at some point a change to honor requirements for the first prestige level, uh, which we're soon, Blizzard soon, uh, going to be seeing. Um, so that's going to be nice for those of us trying to get our hidden artifact appearance via PVP when we don't really like doing PVP, uh, for the, uh, color. Yay. Um, and they are hoping this is the big one. So they're hoping to have the new artifact traits. So right now we don't have access to the new artifact traits in our, in the PTR. Uh, they're hoping to have them available next week. Uh, the quest chain that unlocks them is currently disabled on the PTR. So that's why I couldn't track it down. Um, so let's let's jump start uh jumps into some of these other things that they've got going on. I mean, how do you how do you feeling about this PVP change? That's uh I I know I don't have prestige one, so I don't have that color variation on my head and Neither artifact. Neither do I. Um or on the sorry, the second artifact. So think it's a good thing? Yeah. Think I think it's good. I mean, I think the people who have it are probably gonna be upset because they're lowering the requirement and they probably feel, you know, that they did something substantial in order to get that. I, I don't mind the change. I think it's probably going to help players who aren't used to going into PVP and getting the extra color. 
um, I'll, I'll definitely be, you know, looking into that now that, um, they're lowering the, lowering the requirement. Yeah. They, they're specifically mentioning that it's going to take half as much honor to get roughly half as much honor to get there. So if you're like level 25 or so right now, it should be a pretty quick grind. Um, I hope to be 50. I hope to hit that first prestige before 7.2 comes out, but we'll have to see. Um, but, you know, the big thing to mention that it does not really remove any of the... So, say you're like a prestige, but is it 6 or 7 or 8 or 9 or whatever it is that's cap right now. Um, and, you know, it's like, oh, that devalues my effort. Well, it just devalues that first hump to get to that first prestige because okay. everything, every level after 1 is staying the same right now. It's just the very first level, 0 to 1, is getting cut in half, just to make it easier for people to get well, up to So that. the hardcore PvPers won't be too upset because it will still take the same amount to get to the higher prestige levels. Exactly, exactly. So it's it's not it's not a big deal. Um, I don't think so either. Um, I don't think it's going to be too big of a deal. Yeah, some of the hardcore PvPers are going to be um, upset, but oh well, everybody everybody's always upset. You can't please all the people all the time. Yep. Only some of them most of the time. There's always going to be people who complain about how content's been gated behind certain things. Well, I can't do this because I have to raid or I can't do that because I have to go into a dungeon. It's like you should be doing those things, in my opinion, anyway. You know, try out some dungeons, try out the LFRs at least, and, you know, try out some PvPing. And I think this is just a good way to kind of set the bar low enough so that casual people can get in there and try it out and, you know, not piss off the, uh, the hardcore PVPers. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, they have to kind of balance that, you know, you have to find your happy place between, uh, your hardcore players and your casual players. Yep. And this, I think is like a good, this is a good middle ground that they can take for it. I think it's a good idea. Um, another thing is that, um, they have been getting a lot of feedback on the evasion quests. Um, as you heard, I was not that big of a fan of the length of time it takes, but, you know, reading through some of the feedback that they've given about it, some of the information they've blue posted about, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad. Okay. So some of the information they're given, they're, they're, they're meant to be more rare and have a short duration. Okay. But Gav, um, go into some detail on what a lesion, a lesion invasion, a lesion invasion is like. Well, a legion invasion, uh, no, um, a legion invasion is going to be a special zone wide, uh, event that's going to happen, uh, in 7.2. Uh, the legion is invading a zone. You must go and defend it. Um, so the current iteration that we're seeing on the PTR right now is that it's picking a zone. Right now it's been high mountain a lot, I think. Um, and it's going to give you an option. You th you, I say option, but it's actually six. There's going to be six world quests. That's what I'm seeing when I went on the PTR today and did it today. Uh, it uh, sp despawns all current world quests active in that zone uh, and spawns six special Legion invasion world quests. And um, are they all the same? Like, do you have to just kill stuff or is it like mechanics like the existing world quests where you have to do it, something? There are some mechanics. There are, uh, I had personally three like do X number of things quests yeah. and kill X number of things at the same time and, you know, rescue these Vermain Torin. Um, and then I had three assassination quests, two of which were heavy elites and one of which was a slightly smaller elite. Okay. Um, and you complete those six and then you get another quest that takes you towards Thunder Bluff. This is 
high mountain, of course, takes you towards Thunder Bluff. Then you do a, that quest, and then that takes you to another quest, and then that takes you to another quest, and then you defeat the Legion Invader. Uh, and then it takes you on a scenario in Thunder Bluff, Thunder Mountain, uh, Thunder Bluff, Thunder Totem. Thunder Totem, that's it. Takes you into an invasion in Thunder Totem, and I just went, oh my god, I don't have time for this. And I stopped. Mm. So I know that it's a small solo scenario that you're going to do, uh, and it's going to take you in and have you take care of that Legion invasion for the I area. I think they said that um, it was a three-person scenario, and they just randomly put three people together. I was in by myself during okay. my scenario, but I didn't go all the way through it, so it could be something that they link you up, or they could just be testing it right now as a solo scenario. So We'll have to see. Yeah, the, the way that the World Quest work now is you have the option to pick the ones that you want to do and only do four out of the however many there are in the zone. So do you think that that would help if they lowered, you know, instead of having to do six mandatory quests until you can get to the final scenario, would it be better to do four of those or three of those? I don't feel like it's actually going to change that much. Um, they were relatively quick quests. They didn't take a whole lot of time to do. I mean, it's like, I think the longest one was, I think it took me like five and a half minutes because I had to find other people in the area that were trying to kill the elite. And, you know, everything else was pretty easy. I just ran in and killed it and, you know, yeah. just gathered up as much as I possibly could and just the, killed it all. The, so. the thing, you know, as you're explaining it to me, I think the thing that kind of bothers me about it is that there's, you know, after you do those six, you have to do this scenario, which is kind of hidden. And it's not like you can see it on the map or click on it or maybe come back to it later. It's It sounds like, you know, you have to go through six and then this other hidden one in order to finalize the scenario. And that that to me sounds like it would take forever. And, you know, something 45 minutes or an hour, I might not have time for that, but I might have time for, you know, 30 minutes to complete four world quests. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that, you know, they have said that the quests that you complete are going to count towards the emissary requirements. So you could, if you're just in there for your emissary, you don't care about the scenario, you could just complete your four, complete four of the world quests and go turn it in. I think you could possibly do that. I'm not positive. I, I didn't have a high mountain torrent uh, emissary available when I did it. So you should just be able to complete the six uh, emissaries and just take it back. Uh, that's my guess here. Not positive. But, so, you, but you do have to complete the six in order to get into the scenario to complete the Legion invasion. Yes. Okay. Yes. To progress further in to beat the Legion invasion for the area, you do have to complete all six of the world quests that were available. And then you have to do a short little bit of a quest chain. It's go here, do this, uh, defend Mela High Totem, and then you do the scenario. Okay. Um, if I had to do that every day, I would probably get real sick and tired of it after a couple of weeks. If 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 I had to do that every day, and you know, it locks me out of doing the average stuff, the normal stuff in the zone. If I just want to go fish and I want to go talk to Mela High Totem for some reason. I get a little pissed off about that. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely would. But, you know, if this is a rarer thing, this happens every other day or whatever, every, you know, once a day, but, you know, uh, it locks you for once a week. a week, something like that. Yeah, if it happened a little bit more infrequently, yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, the rewards were amazing. Um, there was uh, a lot of order resources. I think I got like 25, 250,000 AP in like 20 minutes just doing just doing those quests and at, uh there was a artifact really nice knowledge level 25 at artifact 25 yes and then uh going and doing the uh another one of the world quests dropped like an 860 cloak which was fantastic that was amazing yeah it was an 860 strength cloak with uh crit and versatility which is 
perfect as a Rep Paladin. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was looking pretty good. You know, I, I the length of time it takes to complete it, you know, if I want to just get in, get out, you know, go do two or three quests and just be like, ah, I'll come back and finish this tomorrow. I have this emissary for the next week, the next four days or whatever, you know. That might annoy me, but, you know, if, if I'm going in and I'm like, okay, I'm fine with this. I've got a little bit of time to kill. You know, it could be entertaining as long as I'm not mm-hmm. doing this constantly. I guess you would have to compare it to, like, what would it be like to go through a Mythic Plus and get the same level gear? Like, if you're talking about, like, an 860, you would have to do something like a Mythic 8 in order to get an 860 out of the dungeon at the end of the quest. So, it's mm-hmm. sound. you know, it sounds like it would be a lot easier than you know, doing that. Um, but it, it's probably going to take you a similar amount of time if it's taking 40 minutes or so. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh... you also have to factor in, you know, you're getting artifact knowledge, you're getting order resources, you're getting, you know, this other stuff. And I don't know what the end reward for the Legion invasion event was. I don't know what the end reward for the scenario was because I got so, uh, I got so, uh, butthurt about having to do this. I was just like, screw this. And I left, I stopped. Oh, it doesn't even tell uh, you what the end reward is going to be. It didn't mention the end reward, hmm. um, so I'm not positive what that end reward is. I might go back on to the PTR tonight and take a look. And I see mean, what's going I on would assume that that carrot should be there, you know, before you even enter the Legion Invasion. There should be a reason for you to go in and the reason to get that, you know, glowing piece of gear or reward at the end. So, yeah, I, I would expect that they add that in so you can at least see what it is and go, you know, do the trouble and go through the work to do the six quests and then the scenario to get the reward at the end. Yeah. So it's 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 a work in progress. We know that we're going to have at least a minimum of a month of PTR. So this is this is going to be good for them. Like if you do the PTR and you do stuff in that, give them feedback. They they've mentioned very heavily they want a lot of feedback for this stuff because they're not certain what's going on, what's going right, and what's going wrong. So uh, I'm definitely going to drop the feedback on them that I felt like it took me a little bit too long just to complete it. But uh, overall, I was kind of happy. I mean, it was new content. I mean, that's really what it gets down to is it was new content. And I always love new content. I always love doing new content. Um, so there also is some new content that's coming out for the Order Halls. I think you know a little bit about that. So did you want to talk about it a bit? Yeah. So um, they released more information about the two new tiers that we're going to get in the Order Hall. So you can get two new class Order Hall traits. Um, and these are the ones that are next to the table. Uh, you have a tier seven and a tier eight. The tier seven is going to cost you 20,000 order hall resources. And the tier eight is going to cost you 30,000 order hall resources. Oh, my wallet's already hurting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people have been, you know, laughing at the fact that they have so many order hall resources stocked up. Well, you're going to use 50 K of those to get your two new trades. So, if you have, if you are under 50,000, then obviously it's time to start saving up now. Um, on tier seven, yeah. you're going to have two options. The first option is going to be to add a new troop type that has a random ability that can counter minions, spells, or hazards, and also has an addition of a plus 30% success rate. So that will mm. be nice. Um, I know that I've been hoarding those plus 30 um, little trinket thingies that drop from the quests um, and adding those to my followers because it's nice to have a, an additional 30% chance. Mm-hmm. So that that should be cool. I wonder how many of those we're going to get. I'm assuming it's going to be maybe one or two. Um, Probably that yeah. would be my guess. I'm 
the additional success rate, I think, alone is probably going to limit the number of how many we can actually have. And the second option is to increase the number of champions that you have active by one. So um, those four champions that you kind of, um, you know, deactivated at the beginning of the expansion and probably haven't even looked at, uh, you can reactivate one of those and and um, start buffing them up to get them to whatever, 850 eye level or whatever the heck it is. Now, you may not have known this, but, you know, you can apply follower tokens to deactivated followers, right? I did not know that, no. Yeah, you can, even if they're deactivated, you can apply follower tokens to them to raise their eye level up. Cool. So mine have like been like 850 or whatever it is since like four weeks in or something nice. like that. So just, yep, little things you learn. You seem to learn something every new, every day. That makes me go. happy. Makes me so happy. And Tier um, you have, so this, this we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier today. Um, mm-hmm. The text reads, all new relics are able to grant a rank increase to a second artifact trait. So as we know now, the relics give you, um, they buff you up a rank on an artifact trait, but this would allow you to buff up two artifact traits. And it doesn't seem to apply to any relics that you currently have, but only new relics that drop after the tier eight um, traits been activated in your order hall. Yeah, and that's 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 the thing. We, you know, we were sitting there arguing about that, and I was just like, mm, it gets a little vague. It, it kind of makes sense, you know? though, if it's already been applied to it, your weapon. It, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense, but it's just like with Blizzard, you know, you never can be quite sure. They yeah. they 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 change little bits and pieces all the time without mentioning it. Uh, Patch note, Steve, I think it is people mention. <laughs> so, well, well, it's it. I'm not positive. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, it will um, be but nice. That, that's a big one. It will be nice to have that something is... that buffs too, and then that will be a requirement and keep you out of uh, rating if people uh, say that you have to have two or three artifact relics that have that affect two different stats. And that's just the dumbest thing. The the I mean, unless you're pushing, and like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, unless you're pushing like high end mythics, you know, like you you're a you're a you're a three you're a two three mythic tov and you know you're you're two of ten mythic night hold and you know your guild is just trying to push it just a little bit better yeah that's great require your people if if you're like if you're a friends and family or a casual guild or just like a, just not pushing it all that hard you're like not even going into heroic right now or you're just going into heroic yeah, don't even bother with it people are already pugging heroic night hold it's like you don't have to be that, that, just that asinine, that elitist and asinine. I just it, it makes my blood boil. It's always yeah. made my blood boil. But yeah, I was thinking about adding a segment called "Don't Do That," and <laughs> that would be a perfect topic for that segment. Just don't do oh, that. Just like just don't do that. Or like uh, you know, setting your plus three black rook hold key to 870 minimum item level <laughs> when you can't even set it to 870 minimum item level because you don't have an 870 item level. Right. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, blood boiling at all times. Um, I heard that we're having some artifact weapon changes or they finally, uh, they yes. finally revealed the way that they're going to get around, you know, people hoarding AP items. So how yeah. is that going to happen? Yeah. I, I like that they clarified this and I'll explain what it is, but you know, they've been talking about as soon as you get your AP tokens, use your AP tokens, don't hoard them. And 
They explain exactly what they're going to do in 7.2 so that people can actually use their AP now and apply it to their off specs or whatever. So in the set or when the 7.2 patch hits, um, you're going to get a quest and that quest is going to unlock your new artifact uh, traits as uh, Gav mentioned earlier. And after doing this quest, any AP that you've put into your item that's past rank four, 35 will be refunded to you and you can spend it on those new AP traits. So that's kind of the first bullet point. Um, what do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. It's a damn good idea. Um, I mean, the people that are upset, they're already 54. I'm sorry. You can't just soak more stuff, but that's fantastic. Uh, you know, anything beyond 35. And I mean, that, that's, that was pretty much the thought process everybody was having. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, they're going to do a partial, they're going to do either a partial refund or a full refund. Um, it just comes down to how they want to handle it. I mean, and I think this is the best way to do it. I think so too. I mean, you have no other options, but to pump it into that final trait after rank 35. So, you know, if you had another trait to put it into, maybe you would have put it into that. So it's good that they're just refunding it all and saying, all right, allocate it the way that you want to, but I'm assuming that's only going to happen one time. So there's that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a one-time allocation for every point past 35. So, you know, if you, you have 50, you have 52, it'll take you back down, you know, like what is 35. it? 17, 17 points. And it's like, okay, here, have, spend your 17 points somewhere else right. and then put the rest of it back in. So it's a good, it's a good elegant solution for it. So, and then the second point that they noted was that artifact power tokens acquired before patch 7.2 will not be usable on artifact weapons that have the new traits unlocked. So that means, um, you know, once you've gone through that quest line to unlock your new artifact traits, you won't be able to just pop, 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 apply all your AP to the weapon. So, um, you know, the, the workaround seems to be apply your AP immediately, have it, you know, dump it into that, um, rank 35 or dump it into your last golden dragon, uh, trait that you, that unlocks when you hit, uh, 34 and, you know, then it will be refunded to you and you can allocate it the way that you want. So use your AP tokens. That's basically it. But, but what happens if I have a rank 54 weapon already? Well, they will be adding the ability to sell off those AP tokens for gold to a vendor soon. So that's your other okay. option. Just sell them if you don't want to use them. Okay. Alternatively, I mean, just use them on your alt spec yep. if you're not leveling your alt spec. Your alt spec's, you know, like a level 15, you know, prot warrior mm -hmm. set and you're a fury or arms or whatever the hell's good these days. Just dump it all on your prot spec, whatever. Yeah. And that's why I started dumping everything in the shadow because I got the 35. You guys said, all right, start an off spec. And I've been able to use a lot of AP points to get that up to 35 now. Yeah. And I mean, you're just dumping it in. I mean, your next, next thing's got what's the next one to do? You got to go do holy or disc. Sorry. You got to go do disc. Go do lights wrath. Um, yeah, so why don't we dive a little bit into the um, the challenge this week? Uh, uh, challenge this week is going to be pretty interesting. Um, this is one that's definitely going to have a little bit of discussion for us. I know previous weeks we kind of just sort of go, oh, well, this is your challenge this week. You want to spend five minutes on it. I, I feel like we might get a little meatier in here. Yeah. 
just because there is so much talk and you know just so much consternation amongst the the rabble about uh, what's best. So uh, this week's challenge is best in slot, as I mentioned about a half hour ago at the top of the show. Um, that means a lot of things, doesn't it? It does, and I, you know, I think I wanted to start off by just you know going through kind of a noob's point of view regarding best in slot and just eye level in general. Um, I think Legion is making it really easy to kind of get a decent eye level. And since you can get up to 845s currently in World Quest, I think it's probably a good idea to at least start there and at least get 845 just from going around and completing your World Quests. It, you can do it on your own. You don't need to necessarily find groups for that. Um, and it's a, a good starting point. What do you think about that? It's it's a great starting point, and in fact, uh, you also have to remember that um, I believe every class has uh, in like I think it's tier one or tier two of their order hall research. Research uh, they have a uh, research that gives them a increased chance to roll higher uh, for items uh, from one time quests, which world quests count as. Cool. So that it's 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 a good way, you know. Get a couple of pieces of War Forge, maybe get a Titan Forge or two. Get yourself some good gear, some solid gear. It's really great starting gear. Some of them, some of them are in fact really like the trinkets are really amazing. If you can get a really great Titan Forge on that, uh, because some classes do require just like a stat stick in one point in one slot for trinkets. Um, yeah, I mean you can. I mean the gear that you get is from dungeons, from dungeons related to that area. So, you know, you go to Stormheim, you can get Scolder boots or whatever it is from somebody and things like that. So, I mean, it's 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 real nice. It's a good system. Uh, and it's a great way to catch up a little bit into it. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, to go along with that, running normal dungeons, running uh, heroic dungeons, uh, just the random normal ones. Normal dungeons, not <laughs> so much. Right. That, that's been kind of put below that 845 bar, but... At least you can do some heroic dungeons and get some additional drops from that as well. So that's another yeah. way just kind of to get to a starting point, in my opinion. Yeah, it's 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 a good way to get into that starting point. And you know, because crafting and normal dungeons are shit in this this expansion. So um yeah, world quests are the way to go. World quest, baby. All day, every day. All right. And then um from that point. Gav, how would I figure out what my best in slot gear is, or how do I progress past that 845 level? Okay, so best in slot in the past was really easy to determine. You went to Ask Mr. Robot, or you went to, um, oh God, there was another site that did it also, and I don't remember who it was. Um, and they just, they spat out, you know, the piece that was the best from somebody. The problem is these days is that you've got these Titan forgings, you've got this stuff, you got this war forge, you know, you have these, these rollable sockets, you have all this other stuff that really skews what best in slot truly is um it used to be a really black and white thing this is your best in slot item this is your second best in slot item these days you know you can pick up something that might seem a little dis unoptimized but it's still it's still you know competitive at top ranks for a best in slot item because you know you rolled titan forge the 895 on it and you know you got a socket and you know leech or something like that and the leech doesn't matter but you got like a socket and you know it, it rolled as titan forge um so best in slot for most gear is kind of 
sort of subjective a little bit. Um, I know that there are places like Ask Mr. Robot and Reddit and the MMO Champion forums and Wowhead and places and like that. Veins. They'll mention Icy Veins, yeah, Icy Veins, Noxic, things like that. They'll go, oh, well, this is your best in slot piece. And you go to them and it's like, okay, so they disagree on every single point except for trinkets and legendaries. Okay. Um, trinkets are really the defining factor. Like, best in slot doesn't really matter as long as you roll the right secondary stats. And it's a high enough And most level. websites will say, you know, they'll recommend two of the secondary stats as kind of being the ones that you want to shoot for. Um, they're mm-hmm. not always the same. I just noticed on ask mr robot today when i was looking at it it's different than what they have on icy veins and different than what they have on knots not sick so um there there's a little wavering but most kind of you know center around two or three of them yeah and that that's kind of the problem these days is that none of those major websites really agree anymore um i that's that's one of the reasons why as i and i'll be personally honest i'm not a fan of reddit personally but i will go to reddit uh, or the MMO Champion forums. Uh, if I'm looking for information about Best in Slot, I'll, I'll see who's. I, I, there's there's a lot of really well known figures in the community, or you know, well respected community community figures, and just go see what they're suggesting. Um, like right now, there's a lot of argument between Rets about what's the Best in Slot trinket with Nighthold being released with Convergence of Faith and Draught of Souls and all that stuff. There's a lot of argument about it, and it the the ultimate answer is it depends um best in slot really really wavers depending on what kind of fight you're going into are you going into a three enemy council fight okay this is the spec you take and this is really what you should be aiming for on your uh stat master stat weights are you doing a single target patchwork style fight maybe you want to go with this spec and this stuff um so there's there's always going to be arguments. There's always going to be people arguing. Um, if you're really if you really have that much of a hard on for trying to figure out what your best in slot is, and you really really want to know who how to how to parse best, be a number one parser. Go take a look at the number one parses. What is that? Where go take a that? look. Go 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 find a Wow Progress or whatever it is these days. I don't know who tracks everything. Um, go look at the top parses for your spec. So like you know you're a Red Paladin. I, I keep bringing up Red Paladins, but I would go to like Wow Progress or whoever that whoever it is these days that does it. Um, and I would go okay. Let's see. For seven point one point five in a Nighthold raid, what's the top parse for a Red Paladin? And I can go okay. All right. This is what he's running. This is what his gear looks like. Okay, so okay, so on this fight, you know, he's using this trinket combo, and on this fight, this other parse, she's using this trinket combo. And, you know, they're within five percent of each other. So I mean, it's not that bad. Um, I'll be honest. If you're really like raiding in Legion, doesn't really take the same level of insanity with the best in slot. I mean, unless you're unless you're like again a mythic guild. What you're going for is not as important as your eye level. Ultimately, the eye level is the most important thing. Yeah. And so, Which some was, of the websites mm-hmm. are just, you know, they'll list the best in slot being, you know, the mythic version of this particular item. And I'm like, I'm never going to get a mythic, you know, rated mm-hmm. item. So who cares? And I think that's one of the nice things that I'm noticing about um, Icy Veins is, you know, they kind of show you, here's the base version that you can get from this dungeon or this raid. And I'm like, okay, that's something obtainable and something that I could actually get. So 
you know, something I could shoot for and actually attain in the game. Yeah, and it's it's again why I keep saying, you know, it's just like just find out what your worst stat is and just avoid it. <laughs> That's easier. That's a lot yeah. easier in my opinion. Just like as as red, it's mastery. It's like okay, it's straight mastery. Or as prot, it's it. Oh wait, look at it again. It's straight mastery. Or crit, it's kind of up in the air. And it's just like okay, that just means I don't put any of this stuff on. Oh wait, this one's mastery versatility. Uh, this one's mastery crit, and it's but it's like twenty eye levels up. Mm, eye level, right? Take the eye level. So yeah, it, it's it kind of comes down onto that. Just. Don't freak out so about it. So how do you actually find where you need to go in-game to get these items? You can use your handy-dandy adventurer's journal. Okay. So if you already know what items you're looking for, and you're like, I'm too lazy to go look up a website, just open the adventure journal. It has a search function built into it. I didn't even know that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that right now, and I'm just like, wait, is that right? <laughs> Is that right? I'm pretty certain there's a search function built into it because there's a yeah. search function built into the toy box, into the mounts, and everything else. So I'm pretty, I'm hopeful that there's a search function and I haven't just lied through my teeth. I know there's at least filtering so you can say, okay, I am a priest and then I'm a holy priest and then show me the stuff that I can actually equip. So I think that helps to narrow it down. Yeah, a little bit. And I'm just like, do I do I go open WoW and go check it? No, no, no. I'm d d Stick with my guns. There's a search function. Okay. Stick with my guns. Yep. And so, and the other way that I've been doing this is, you know, going to Icy Veins, looking up, you know, what are some trinkets that uh, have mana procs on them? Or what are some trinkets to help me with my healing throughput? And finding, you know, through that website, okay, this one drops from Blackrock Hold and this one drops from the Emerald Nightmare Raid. And then, you know, writing down a list of, okay, this would be something that would be great because I could get some extra mana if it procs. So I'll write that boss down. And then I have to remember when I actually get to the game, when I'm running that raid or running that dungeon to actually roll on it if I don't get it. So, um, yeah. And Gab, the one thing that you mentioned to me last week was, um, you know, there was a particular boss in Blackrock Hold that dropped a trinket that could help me return mana if I needed it. And we were running a Mythic Plus, and I'm like, how am I supposed to get this since um, I we're not getting loot from each boss? And then what was the answer to that? Uh, just keep running it. Right. Just keep going. Yeah. And you can grind as many Mythic Pluses as you want. You're only limited in the number of keys you can find and the people willing to carry your sorry ass. Yeah. And I, I think you mentioned to me specifically that um, any item that drops off of any boss in that dungeon is your, mm -hmm. you have a chance to get that to drop from the chest that appears at the end of the Mythic Plus dungeon. Uh, from the chest at the end of the Mythic Plus dungeon and uh, from the cash you get at the end of the week uh, when the reset cool. happens. So, yeah. So just keep running it. Just keep going. And, you know, the the min maxing of that would be make sure that the highest one that you run, there's a um, the highest run, the highest mythic plus dungeon that you run for the week is the one that has the gear you want so that you have the extra chance at the end of the week. Is that true? Yes. As far as I know, I'm talking out of my ass here, but I'm pretty certain that's exactly how it works. Okay. Yeah, I haven't ha I haven't seen any rhyme or reason for what gear drops out of that chest at the end of the week. Um, but hey, I'll go with that. Why not? 
we'll go with that. We'll go, we'll go do a, we'll, we'll go do one of those and see how it goes and, you know, see if we can find the highest one for the week. See if that's your highest one. We'll see how that goes. Um, so just real quick aside, just, just the very end of it, like trinkets are so, yes, I'm going to keep harping on trinkets because trinkets are such a big deal. And I noticed that too. I I thought my numbers were much better in raid after I got some decent trinkets that helped me with throughput. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's the big thing. Like with trinkets, you know, you're trying to figure out, is this going to be a throughput? Is this going to be a flat throughput increase or is this going to be like a burst increase? Um, so it's, it's like with Rhett right now. Um, you look at convergence of faith, fates and draught of souls. You do draught of souls. That's a burst trinket increase. Um, regrettably, uh, Convergence of Faith is also kind of one, but it's also a throughput increase. Uh, Convergence of Faith, what it does for Rhett is that uh, with every attack you do, you have a chance to remove five seconds off the cooldown of Crusade. Um, the fear they had, which is why they like really quickly nerfed it, was that you could almost keep Crusade up for a whole fight, which is insanity. Mo- like 90% of Rhett's damage comes out of their Crusade windows. So for them to be in Crusade for even a minute plus, two minutes plus uh, during a fight is crazy. Um, so, you know, you have to try to figure out what what you need. Trinkets are one of those things where there a lot of people are going to say, this is the best item. This is the best one. Uh, as Red, you know, oh, it's faulty countermeasure. You run faulty countermeasure in our stat stick, and that's all you have to do. Uh, and then you'll have people that'll go, well, you know, that's just for a single target fight on a, on an AOE style fight, like a council style fight. You're going to want to get the, uh, the Croesus trinket and this other one and run it that way. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not the way to do it. Just get convergence of fate and get, uh, horn of valor and you'll be perfectly fine. And it's just, there's all this, there's all this argument. There's all this consternation. There's all, and I love this word consternation mm. for some reason. There's all this arguing about, um, what's best in slot, just best in slot. Just if you're really serious about it, just go find out the top parses, talk, read up on what other people in your class are saying, and just take it as it goes. Um, and for healing, it's a video yeah, game. for healing, I'm looking at basically one of two types of trinkets, something that refunds mana for me. And as a holy priest, I'm finding that there's plenty of raid fights where I run out of mana. So I'm thinking about picking up one of those. And I have some uh, throughput trinkets now that, um, you know, at, you know, randomly it will automatically proc and it will give me you know, an extra 100,000 heal to someone that's nearby or something like that. So that would help prop up my numbers in a raid group. But, you know, I really find that I rather not run out of mana uh, to keep my numbers up than, Mm -hmm. you know, to try to find something that's going to give me an extra 100,000 here or there. Well, the thing is, the way you have to look at it with healing, especially all throughput trinkets are mana trinkets, but not all mana trinkets are throughput trinkets. Every extra heal you do, or every free heal that you're given, or every increase the power of renew that you have, is healing you don't have to do. Boom. Thus, you're saving mana. Because I don't have to heal that person. Because Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, so, and it's just, but it sounds on the same coin, you know, not all mana trinkets are throughput trinkets. 
at the same time, they really are all throughput trinkets because more mana gives you more ability to heal. Yeah. So it's just like you have to find that balance point. Are you burning through a shitload of mana? Yeah, probably just go with mana trinkets. I mean, that's going to give you throughput because that means you get to heal longer. Are you okay on mana, but you feel like your heals are a little low? Just go with the throughput trinket. Yeah. And um, I'll say one thing about on equip versus on use. Um, I really don't like having extra buttons. I feel like I have so many buttons already. So I'd rather not take a trinket that has an on use. Um, but you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of feel like you have a get out of jail free card and, you know, I can pop a button, you know, maybe a trinket gives me heal five people around me. That was one that I had recently. And it was nice to like, feel like, okay, well, I know I need an instant heal and, you know, a lot of people have taken damage. Let me just quick pop that and give them, you know, a hundred K or whatever it was. And that was kind of cool. But the, the thing that feels the worst to me is running out of mana on a raid fight. It, it just feels mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. bad. It's just like, I can't help anyone. And that's all, my entire job is to help them. So. Oh, you see back in my day, we just <laughs> downranked our spells and cast them all day long. <laughs> um, I, I'm not kidding either. Yeah. That spells used to have ranks. That they cost less mana and did less yeah. healing, and, and so you I have use a low you know I still one. have a heal that's just called heal that I can pretty much use whenever the hell I want because it has a low it's just he- slow. yeah it's just so slow so it's like I don't feel like I can keep up with other people that are you know healing if I'm just casting it, especially because um, haste is not a priority for uh, holy priest right now. Uh, haste is not a priority for pretty much any healer beside druid at this yeah. point, as far as I know. Dot ticks, yeah, but. Yeah, how the hot ticks work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I feel like we've kind of beat a lot of these topics to death this <laughs> week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, just to just to recap that, I think you know, get your eight forty five by doing your world quests. Go to a website or go to Reddit or somewhere and take a look at what they recommend as being the best in slot items, and write yourself a list. Go out to those dungeons or go out to those raids and kill the bosses. And if you don't get it, roll on it. And, you know, save your roles for those bosses that have the loot that you want. And, you know, hopefully you have a good list to go by um, from some of those websites. So that's what I would recommend in terms of, you know, getting your gear up and trying to get your best in slot items. And Gav, any final thoughts on that? Uh, It's a video game. Don't take it so damn seriously. (laughs) Quit freaking out, people. It's a video game. Have some fun. There you go. It's not your second job. It's okay. You're not SCO, you're not Method, you know, you're not running an esports empire. <laughs> right. So quit freaking out quite so much. I think that about covers it for this week. Yeah, what do I think you think, so. Bobby? Let's let's uh let's end this thing. Let's let's go ahead and end this. We've been here for almost an hour. This feels great. So uh that's gonna be our show this week's folks. So uh to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is Azeroth at Azeroth CTC. Uh Kevin is at Swingcat S W I N G K. K A T and uh Chris, our erstwhile buddy who is out for the week, unfortunately, uh is at Akari underscore mag. I am Gavril, and that is going to be at Gavril underscore E T. Uh you can find us in game uh there on the Dollaran server. Uh join the chat channel ACTC. Uh you can email the show at azerothctc at gmail.com. And you can always just choose a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, whatever it is that lets you vote on things we always love to hear from y'all uh 
If you like the show, tell us. If you don't, it's okay. Constructive criticism is good. You all have yourselves a wonderful week now, okay? See you, Chris. Bye, buddy.